0: Hi, you're listening to Bill Selleck Talks. My name is Bill Selleck. This is me talking. I saw a meme last week that has been stuck in my head and has led to all kinds of other thoughts where we get onto the theme of this episode. It was some version of growing up in this particular era or this particular like zennial generation where I'm not quite millennial. I'm definitely not generation X, but I don't. I don't know. I'm in that middle spot where I'm, I'm technically X, I think, but almost millennial. And I am in a generation where I teach both my parents and my kids how to use a printer. You with me on this one? Yeah, I figured you would be. So this has led me down a rabbit hole of things that I've noticed my kids have either taught me or really just, it ended up just kind of making a quick list of ways that my kids gently troll me. So this started off innocently enough where you have like a two, three, four, five, six year old, you take a family photo, you take a photo of them. They want to see the photo and then they end up taking like a hundred photos of their feet of the ground of a blurry something, maybe a cute selfie, probably not, but of something, right? So we start off with like selfies as toddlers and then what my kids do now and this actually goes back to when my oldest was like three is whenever I try and take a photo of my wife, most of my kids will try and ruin that photo by photo bombing or just at this point, like trying to almost like knock my phone out of my hand. They're like, no photos of you two, which is both adorable, but also like becoming kind of annoying that like our kids now won't let us take pictures together. Um, to the point and this is not like a general complaint this is definitely like a cute trolling thing where uh we buckled them up they're in the car and was going around to get in the car I was like wait a minute this was on a family road trip over a winter break um kids just got buckled in they can't open doors from the outside cuz that little toggle switch is turned is engaged so the back doors only open from the outside kids are buckled they're set they've got their drinks and snacks and games or whatever And I was like, wait a minute, wife and I take a selfie and the kids are in the car and they're like, no. And this has been going on. So our oldest is 12 now since she was about three. So for the last nine years, we've been struggling to take selfies. It also started off innocently enough on the Apple TV where the kids would inadvertently be logged into like my Netflix account, watch stuff. And then I think they, they happened upon this gentle version of trolling. They're like, Oh, like, I went to play something and they're like, you have all of our stuff. Ha ha. And so now my kids will do several things on several of my accounts. They'll change my profile picture, change my name, and then watch a bunch of stuff intentionally. And, and like when our kids are are like, all right, we're watching TV. Everybody gets one turn, a 20 minute turn that whatever it's 24 minute episode, you get a 24 minute turn and they watch their turns. We're at the point now where, One of them will actually just go to like my Netflix profile and spend their 20 minutes watching like 20 episodes, one minute of something. So like pick the most obnoxious TV shows you can think of that they're like, oh, dad hates Swan Princess. Let's watch five of them for one minute each so that when he goes into Netflix, it says continue watching. And it's nothing but like Swan Princess. So. This is going on. The the latest has been on the car ride, where again, we have a tight rotation with three kids. Siri gives us a random number, and the kids play music. And I need to not say that. I need to spell S-I-R-I, because all my devices just popped up. I didn't say, hey, in front of S-I-R-I. Sorry about that. If your Apple device just went bloop, yes. But now we'll say, hey, let's say Bob for now so that I don't ruin your devices. Hey, Bob, play this song and what they're doing now, particularly like sometimes I'll throw myself into the mix. If it's a song that kids bop has recorded, they will add the words by kids bop very loudly, very quickly, immediately after I suggest a song. So like there's, there's been like a couple Dua Lipa songs that are great songs, just like great recordings. And so I'll say like, Hey, Bob play love again. And then the kids will go by kids, Bob. And then it plays love again by kids, Bob. And it was like, Oh dude, dude (sighs) with the trolling. So this brings me back to that meme where I'm in that generation where I teach both my parents and my kids how to use a printer. And yet my kids are tech savvy in a lighthearted trolling way But also, I think it speaks to the idea of digital fluency of this younger generation. For sure, the unexpected ways that they use technology. And I'm not going to jump into the idea of digital natives, because I think that's problematic in a number of ways. And I think that's actually kind of one of the points of this is that, yes, my kids have figured out a way to annoy me and, and lightly troll me on my Netflix account but they also need to be taught explicitly how to use Google slides for academic purposes, how to do a Google search where you actually find reliable sources. When you look at those sources, how to actually evaluate all those, right? Like all of these media literacy skills, all these digital citizenship skills that aren't just magically absorbed. That's not a thing that happens with kids. And I think when you hear little anecdotes like this, you're like, oh, how cute. Oh, these kids, they're digital natives. Nope. They have grown up with technology and they they use it in an interesting, subversive, playful way, but they still need these explicit lessons around using it in an academic way or even like depending on the platform, like right now I have GarageBand opening, I'm, I'm, talking into GarageBand recording, um, certain things they can kind of take and run with. And a lot of it is intuitive, but also there's some really explicit like skill building about if you're doing a podcast for a project, don't just hit record and talk, have some notes, have a run of show, have resources, maybe, you know, decide on kind of the format of it, decide if you're going to do like a theme song or not, write the theme song. Here's tips on writing a theme song, write some like, direct explicit lessons and modeling around what that looks like. And then I do agree that because these kids starting in iPad, first iPad was 2011. So any kid that is younger than 13, the iPad has been around their entire lives. And anyone that's like really in high school, the iPad was invented when they were like four. So essentially all K 12 kids have had an iPad in their lives and it is not a magical, shiny new thing. Powerful. Yes. But a tool in a similar way that like really nice markers or a variety pack of Sharpies are maybe more so like that or like really nice scissors that something, I don't know. Like I don't do like the physical art media as much. Um, but it's, it's a tool in addition to a large variety of tools that they have. I don't know that it's as magical as we think it is. And so a lot of that is intuitive. I I will give some people that, and a lot needs to be explicitly taught. And so obviously this gets to the point of tech literacy and how this is changing massively for our current K-12 students. We've got that right. Digital citizenship. Let's cover that check. Start to rebrand it as digital leadership. Let's do that. Also check media literacy for creating and consuming check. Let's do that. By the way, if you have not received the latest news from Namely, they just released the media literacy report. It's called snapshot 2024, the state of media literacy education in the United States, amazing. If you're looking for like the latest and greatest around media literacy education, whether that is a new topic to you, they're like, you're like, what's media literacy? N-A-M-L-E dot net. Let me double check that URL. Yep. Namely.net will get you to that report. Um, if you're new to it, if you've been around for a while, you're like, oh my gosh, they just released the report. Awesome. It's great. It sounds I don't know the way I'm describing it sounds really boring. It's amazing. Um, so much good info around media literacy. So yes, that super important check. But the other thing, and I'm leaving you with this last thought is as you think of ways that students show their understanding, and we think about this in terms of formative and summative assessment, but also just skill building. I encourage you to really push And trust what's possible with students because they have not the digital nativeness, but like the ability to engage with these new tools and see them as just part of life and not like a new iPad app or a new website that we can use. Like GimKit comes to mind where some teachers are like, what's GimKit? And others are like, oh... This is a really cool way for students to play a game and review material in a not even like formative assessment way, but in a just like, let's practice some skills and get a bunch of reps way, right? Like GimKit's great for that. And that's one of those where if you know nothing about that, G-I-M-K-I-T, start using it. Just try it and be like, I heard about this new thing on a podcast. We're going to give it a shot. We're going to do a little bit of review. And the review can be, here's something you learned just now. It could be, here's something you reviewed last week. It could be uh, almost more kind of summative, like unit or semester review. But it can be very, very simple. And and I think what's interesting is that our students now, you know, kind of based on on my kids in particular and their lighthearted trollingness of me, um, are just willing to like play with things and find out like how they can get fun out of it, what they can make out of it, um, how they control their parents with it. I think just being able to try the new thing is something that can be scary for teachers because it's new. And there's such a perspective, I think, amongst most people I know, at least, that like teachers have good lessons, they have stuff together, and that the ability to say, like, I have no idea how this lesson's going to work but let's try it. I think students are more on board with that because these devices are not new shiny things. This is just part of how they do it. And they're stumbling upon new things all the time. Now our role becomes with that educator hat to have that expertise and to show them how to use it in an educational way or to find these kind of random apps and figure out how you, how you can leverage them in an educational way. I think that's the really exciting thing. So challenge extended be willing to take risks there try the new thing and also just like pay attention to your students and see like ways they're they're using technology in like playful subversive lighthearted, trolling ways and just you know kind of enjoy that you know maybe when they join your gimkit world um you don't have to like police their names as much and then they'll they'll write like ridiculous names which at some point If it is your birthday and you're teaching them, they might all get together and spell it like, happy birthday, Mr. Selleck, and four of them will join in that order so that it gives you a message, right? Like, there's all kinds of fun things that students will do and will amaze you if you give them the space in the school day to amaze you. So those are my thoughts based on the photobombing. And by the way, if you don't know Muppets now... That was something around 2020-21 That the Muppets did I think it's on Disney Plus Kermit the Frog has a whole interview he did Not about photography But about photobamy And the idea of Photobombing people As an art form I don't think as a profession But as an art form His, his artistic talent was photobamy My kids have taken that to heart um, If you have students or kids They've done versions of that as well um, and just, you know, relish those moments, give them space in the school day to make more of those moments. And uh, I think you'll have a, a good time, whether it's photobomy or Netflix accounts getting changed or adding by Kids Bop at the end of a request from Hey S I R I. So thanks for listening. My name is Bill Sellick. This has been me.